Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Uh, welcome to the Wolfpacker.com wrestling podcast. Uh, we're here today with uh, uh, the Wolfpacker.com wrestling uh, reporter, Brian Reinhardt, formerly covered wrestling at NC State, and former Wolfpack All American, Tariq Wilson. And we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Carolina match, but uh, first we're gonna. Uh, Brian's gonna ask Tariq a few questions here because some kid he uh, kid he wrestled Sherman <laughs> at Carolina may be wrestling uh, Arrington this weekend. I was gonna say there's a lot of ties when you mention UNC wrestling Tariq Wilson. He's faced him many a times, but I think before we moved into UNC, Wolfpack fans just want to know Tariq. We saw you at ACAA's last match, seventh place finish. What have you been up to and kind of what are you doing right now? Uh, right now I'm finishing up uh, grad school. I'm in uh, my last semester of my master's program at NC State. Uh, while doing that, I'm uh, the grad assistant helping out the wrestling team. So I'm in there every day with the guys, uh, doing practicing, giving out advice, you know, just making sure that everyone's comfortable and, and they're learning the technique and just being one of those guys where they can come to talk to if they're like scared to talk to the coaches or the coaches aren't around. I'm still one of the guys that can, you know, have a voice to, and I'll listen, and then I'll relay it to the coaches in any, any form possible. Any freestyle aspirations upcoming? Uh, since Hayden has come out of uh, <laughs> retirement of freestyle, there there has been a, uh, some people saying, like, yeah, hey, Tariq, why don't you, you know, come out, do the U.S. Open, come out of retirement, and do some freestyle. But 
Uh, I, I just don't see myself right now. I'm enjoying myself too much of not, not competing. Uh, I, I think I'll get that fire. Maybe I'll end up getting that fire back in me and ready to do a freestyle run and, and, and take my, uh, talents to freestyle world and see, see what I can do. But as of right now, I'm just enjoying myself and, okay. and not the guys. Could you see yourself going to coaching? That was a, that's another question I get asked a lot. Do you see yourself going to coaching? Uh, if the opportunity arises, uh, I have I'll definitely like stick my hand out and and, and get a feel for it. Uh, and and because I I have knowledge and I'm able to give it out. And when I do explain, I explain well and guys receive it well. So uh, I don't think I would be that bad at coaching. But we'll just have to see whatever the uh, future holds. You are the elder statesman. You've been around the program a long time, but what well, I'd ask you, we saw you in the stands last week at the pit duel, sitting in the stands, kind of getting to watch a duel from a fan's perspective. What did you think of the environment, the crowd, and do you enjoy watching wrestling a little bit different when you're in the stands now? Uh, I actually, I actually do like watching it in the stands better than, than sitting on the bench. On the bench, uh, I still have tendencies to move myself <laughs> And then get into the positions, but it was, it was a it was a great environment to watch uh, the guys compete, especially against Pitt uh, and uh, beating them at home and, and Reynolds with a good crowd like that. It, it was just awesome uh, just to have that that feel, and it's just it's just different, especially when you're not competing, just to sit in the stands and and just feel the crowd and look around, uh, you get to see everyone and get to hear all the noises. Like when you're wrestling, you're in there focusing on, okay, I got to compete. This is my match. I got to go out there and focus. But since I've been in the stands, I get to see everyone's reaction and how the energy they bring and the chance, and I get to go along with it. So it, it, it's, it's definitely a change, but it's a good change. We had uh, Rock Harrison on last week, talk about Pitt, wanted you on this week. We're going to talk UNC, like we have said, but – I thought it was great to get a wrestler's perspective too on certain things. And one thing notice from the pit duel, the bout started at 141 and C State picked that. Trombley, Kyrene, they both got a little bit time to rest up after that way. And you are somebody that had to cut some weight to get to some of your different weight classes. What's the feeling when you get that extra hour, hour and a half? Do you get more energized? Does it make a difference? Or is that just something announcers like to say? No, it, it definitely does give you uh, time for your body to digest the food and the drinks in your in, in your in your stomach. Uh, given that extra time, uh, it, once you're right up like Ryan was, you don't get to eat as much. You got to be wary of what you're putting in. If you put too much in, you don't want to feel bloated and then go out there and feel a little sluggish. So that extra hour or so that that wrestlers have, depending on where you start at, is definitely a, a beneficial for both both parties in the wrestling either you're wrestling for instance state and pit like it, it helps both teams because they're they're the guys are essentially at their best but most likely four or five pounds over the weight so they're they, they feel a lot better a lot of a uh, lot of energy going on and and there's a lot of action so it's definitely beneficial when people say uh yeah the guy needs an extra hour he got an extra hour let's see he comes out shooting shooting going hard like wrestling hard so yeah it's definitely something that uh, can work in your favor. Put you on the spot here. If you were wrestling this Friday night, what weight would we see you at? <laughs> uh, if I was wrestling this Friday night, it would be one. I can make 165 the easiest, okay. probably the same. Like if I needed to the same day, I can make 165. Uh, but if 
I needed to cut weight of probably 157. So right now I can jump on the scale, and make 165. If the team needed me and I needed to cut weight, it'd be 157. Okay. You told me uh, 149 Tariq was a lot friendlier, a lot happier than 133 Tariq. Ugh. Looking back, do you still think that? Uh, I actually do. Uh, I think the the weight cut and me just being a taller 133 pounder really like uh, I think me being excited and energized. I don't think I didn't have that much energy, especially cutting weight. I was like, oh, I'm sluggish. I just don't want to be bothered. But the more I got to go up in weight classes, the more energy I got. And I just felt better, especially last year, uh, the, my last wrestling year. I just felt good. Uh, didn't have any worries. Was just out there having fun. Didn't cut a lot of weight. Uh, usually I was underweight the day before. So going out there and I get to laugh and joke with the guys and experience that. Now I see why the heavier guys, like the heavyweights, they're always smiling and laughing. <laughs> I remember the negotiations to get you to come back for a sixth year with Pat. That included going up a weight class. I think everybody will say it paid off. All-American, ACC championship. I'm going to start talking about Carolina here. And they actually have two guys that were in your boat. And I wanted to ask you about that. Uh, you have Zach Sherman and Clay Lout. They're still over there. They're in their six seasons, but – they haven't wrestled as much this year, maybe a little bit injury prone. So you wrestled this sixth year. How hard was it in your sixth year compared to your freshman year as a college wrestler? Uh, it's definitely harder on the body. Uh, coming back six years, four years, five years is already taxing on the body. But that extra six years is definitely something that uh, really gets to the body. And, and if you overtrain or train, your training schedule and how you train has to be adjusted because you've been in there so long. Uh, so if you are wary of that, so you would have to, as as we did when I was in my, my sixth year, uh, match management, I didn't wrestle all the time. I wrestled certain matches just because it's just long, a long process. We go from, it was a December to March. That's, that's long, long period of some months where we have to go back and forth wrestling, cut weight, <clears throat> eating, practicing. So, uh, I can say there, there is, there is a change of cheering towards the six-year guys saying like, okay, you guys don't have to go. Don't have to compete this week. Uh, training switches it up. And uh, yeah, so it, it, there is changes that needs to, that have to be made for the guys to feel the best and compete at that Co level. College wrestling, a young man's game then you would think? College wrestling is a young man's game. Uh, the order you get, uh, you, you see it, the order people get, the more, uh, injury prone to become because their bones and their body. Uh, it's a lot of it, the sport itself, wrestling without being years like if you're wrestling in it for 10, 15 years at a young age, it starts to catch up. Your body is like, okay, this is wearing, wearing me down. Your bones start to brittle, your muscles start to ache. Uh, now I, I go into practice and I wake up the next morning, like, well, why is my back hurt? <laughs> what did I do? Then I remember, like, okay, I wrestle with the young guys and they're, they're the spring chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm 72. I feel like that all the time. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> well, uh, let, let's talk a little bit about the Carolina match. There are a couple of things I was noting. We're 9-0 and in our last matches against Carolina. And we're coming in this match ranked number five in the dual team rankings, and they have dropped out. In matchups against the same teams, they lost to App State, and then we beat App State. Um, they uh, Pitt beat them uh, 21 
uh, to 11, and then we beat Pitt 23 to 9. And then uh, we lost 1916 to Virginia Tech, and Virginia Tech beat them 28 to 8. So on paper, we should do real well. But let's go through some of these matches. I'll, I'll just tell you a little bit briefly about it, and y'all can take it from here. But it, interesting match at 125. Jerry Trombley is 4-0. He wins this match. He'd be the number one seed in the ACC tournament. But he's, he's ranked number 20, and the kid he's wrestling is a transfer from Northern Iowa who's ranked 24th. So what, what, how do you see that match, Brian, and what do you – and, and Tariq? Well, I was going to say, Stu, I had to laugh there because uh, Matt obviously did not share my preview with you yet. Um, I personally don't see a need to wrestle Trombley this weekend. Okay. I feel like he has the number one seat already locked up. As we said, he's a little bit of a bigger guy, so why make him cut weight? I mean, just my opinion, Tariq, what do you say if you're not – not just Trombley's case, but would you sit a guy in the last regular season? Do you want him out there? What do you think about some of the situations? Uh, I, I, I just see – I would definitely sit him out uh, in my preference just because he is cutting weight. He is one of the older guys. He's already had the number one seat locked up. There's no, no actual need to risk it. Uh, for him to go out there and compete unless it would he we actually needed it uh state needed it uh -huh. then i would say okay throw him out there but uh we could use this opportunity to see how uh one of the young guys responds i know troy as a as a younger guy as a freshman uh see how he responds against you know going out there and competing uh one thing i have to say about unc even though they have lost to similar opponents that we've either beaten or lost to when it comes to UNC, they, they always give us our best match. When we wrestle, State wrestles UNC, uh, on paper, it's – on paper, it's like, okay, State should win X amount of matches, but the matches are intense. They're they, – one wrong move, and UNC takes the advantage. So, uh, every time we wrestled them, I always kept it in mind, like, okay, they're going to give us our best match of the year. Like, we're their best match. It doesn't matter. It's, it's like their NCAA finals for them wrestling NC State. Stu, Tariq knows best. I mean, he's wrestled him four times in a duel. No <laughs> bonus point wins. They were all decisions. I don't know if you remember that. I should get, maybe I shouldn't have brought that up. I, I, I do remember. Uh, <laughs> I, remember uh, <laughs> I remember the one year uh, I was a freshman uh, and Pat made us a, a, a friendly bet. It was me, Mock, uh, and then someone else. He said, listen, if you guys get a major uh, – I'll cook dinner for you guys at my house. And I, said, I, said, <laughs> I was like, are you serious? He was like, yeah. Like, but if you guys lose, you guys owe me dinner. And I was like, uh, I was like, all right, all right, all right, I'll make this bet. I'll go out there and I'll go get the major. And then I got off the mat. I got off the mat and mock got off the mat. We're like, man, okay, where you want dinner at? <laughs> where do you want dinner at? It's your choice. Uh, bet is a bet. Uh, but at the same time, you can go out there thinking you're going to score uh, 8, 10, 12 points, but then it's a, it's a close match and you're fighting tooth and nail to score points. And that's what it really gets – that's exciting for me. I've been in so many close matches that, like, I, I like being – the pressure of being on me and how will I respond in, the, in this match. So. Well, just you personally, coming from Ohio, though, what did the NC State-UNC rivalry mean to you when you were a student athlete? 
I personally, I have no ill will or ill intentions against UNC. Uh, if you walk around campus, you'll hear a lot of people <laughs> say, you know, heels, ew, I hate them. Just something about them. Like, I just can't stand. Me personally, I didn't have any ill will uh, when it came to just them as a school. But when it comes to competing, that's a different thing. It was competing. It was NC State versus UNC. I'm, I'm, I have to put on for the, my school. I have to you know, go out there and fight tooth and nail and show that we're dominant and we're we're not letting up. So besides the just on the personal level, there is no no deal between me. I have no. Okay. Well, you're a nice guy, so I expected that kind of answer. Yeah. But- <laughs> uh, perfect analysis opportunity 141 one of the featured bouts top yeah. 10 number six ryan jack number nine mcneil jack is coming off a tough loss to matthews you were actually in the room with ryan this morning talk about his mentality going into another top battle for himself uh he's just uh he, he he's actually focused on improvement on the areas in his match uh against uh, Cole Matthews, where he he didn't get to finish, so he's been working that. But right now he's relaxed. He's just ready to go. It's just it's fresh out of his mind. He, now he knows he has a new opponent, someone that's tough. Uh, McNeil's tough. He's not something some guy that you could just look over. He uh, will battle, and, and and it'll be tooth and nail. And just the guy who has completely wrestled the seven minutes will will prevail. So he's not overlooking, but he's Ryan right now. He's iron sharpened iron and. He's focused and he's locked in and dialed in and ready to compete. Do you feel like he's one of the most improved guys in the room that you've seen? This year, absolutely. Absolutely. Ryan has made big gains from finishing off NCAs last year and then coming into this year and just the way he's been looking at it, looking at score points, wrestling, asking questions, and more focus. I think he has himself improved a lot in a short amount of time. Moving up to 149, and I know Stu wants you to ask about this guy. You faced him, I think you were 6-1 and one or 7-1 and one against him. Zach Sherman from UNC. You guys fought off in three different weight classes, too. So just like you, he is still there. I can't believe that. I don't know how many years eligible he has left. But <laughs> I said he's been in and out of the lineup this year, so not sure if he's going to go. But Pac has freshman Jackson Arrington. What makes Sherman such a good wrestler? And what gave what did he do that gave you fits over all the years? I say he was good at level changing. His, his level change, if you don't if you don't respect it, he 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 will shoot in uh, and grab the leg and score. So you have to be wary of his level changes and make sure that you uh, level change with him, match his level. Because if not, uh, you can that that's a big mistake. Uh, especially and he knows how he knows how to wrestle. He knows your style of wrestling. Uh, we wrestled so many times. Like he knew what I liked and I knew what he liked. So it was a, it was a chess match. Uh, who is going to make the wrong move at what point and how to capitalize. So he, he's an all around, he's a good wrestler and he just knows how to keep things close. And, and that's when he's able to score. He can go up big moves if he need, need to, if it's, if it's the, or he can score, he can, you know, just keep the pace, control the pace. So that's what makes him. him How would Jackson need to wrestle against him? Uh, Jackson, to overcome Sherman, Jackson will have to be solid. Uh, don't get too eager. Uh, go out there because if you do, you'll use that opportunity to score. Like I'm saying, either shoot the double or single, uh, and then you guys are in the uh, scramble. Uh, I think he would have to keep the pressure on him, uh, stay in his face, but we be wary of his level changes 
and where he can attack. But I think John, uh, Jackson can definitely overcome that. Uh, and if Jackson gets to his offense early on and, and have, well, he, Jackson will have to ride tough. That's another thing. Jackson will definitely have to ride tough. Sherman is explosive off bottom. Uh, he will get to his feet several different times. Uh, you would have to Matt return him, Matt return him, just to keep pressure down, just to get that riding time point. Uh, so that that would be something that Jackson will have to have to capitalize on, on on his feet and make sure he's able to pressure pressure forward and get the riding time. I know all college wrestlers are different, but when you were a college wrestler, did you like facing a guy that Sherman that you fought so many times, or are you you kind of like Jackson's perspective where this is the first time he's seen a guy? Uh, I was, I was aware that we've wrestled and, and as you were saying, like we wrestled so many times over the years, six, seven, eight times. It's, it's hard. One of those matches, he will, someone will win. Uh, you can beat a guy five times, but six times he may, he may beat you. So you, just, I, I felt confident wrestling against him, but I was also worried that like, this is the seventh, eighth time we'd wrestled. So anything can go, uh, I'm not. I'm not already overlooking him. Like, okay, this is a surefire win. This is going to be a battle. And and if things go my way, uh, for things to go my way, I have to wrestle sound, I have to be complete, and I have to do everything correct. You said you were wrestling with Ryan Jack this morning. What other guys have you been working with recently in the NC State room? Uh, I'm a when I'm in the practice room, I I jump from weight to weight. Um, it you wrestle from 25, or I can go up to 97. 84 it just depends on who needs me at the time being and what the partners are looking like uh so uh i end up wrestling with ed some uh jackson uh recently i've been wrestling with singleton uh singleton maddie so those those are the guys that i wrestle frequently and more often than uh anyone else ed scott huge battle number seven scott number two austin o'connor and O'Connor might be the best wrestler right now, hottest in the country. I think 14 straight bonus points. They faced each other before. What do you think Ed's perspective? How do you like Ed's chances in this one? Uh, I think Ed, I think for his matchup with Ed, uh, I think it's good for Ed. Uh, I, in the past couple weeks, I, I think him and I think uh, O'Connor and, and uh, Andonian wrestled. Uh, forgetting his name for Andonian wrestling and O'Connor got the best of him. But I think for Ed wrestling a guy like O'Connor, who it doesn't really hit big moves. It's more, I'm going to wear you down and then score my points. Uh, I think that's better uh, for a style for wrestling with Ed, especially uh, getting out of that front head. He utilizes it well. Uh, and that's where he wears guys down, uh, especially being in that position as a defensive guy, wears on your back, your stance, you know, so. I think I, the chances of I, I like the chances with Ed, uh, but he it's going to be a dogfight. I was saying it's going to be a dogfight. Uh, they wrestled last year uh, in the ACC uh, ACC finals. O'Connor, uh, from what I've been heard, wasn't as healthy going into uh, the ACCs or NCAs. But this year, he you know he's he's back and he's wrestling well. So if Ed wants to overcome that challenge, he he has to wrestle sound, be complete, uh, and get to his offense. If he lets O'Connor control the match, uh, it's going to go O'Connor's way. But if Ed controls the match and wrestles how he wants and it's just razor sharp and gets to his dump or his underhook series, he can be able to uh, 
put points up. It was uh, interesting last week when Brock Harrison was on here. He said Austin and Connor told him he had two matches circled on his wrestling calendar, Virginia Tech, and he got a major there against Adonian and, and Ed Scott. So uh, we'll see what happens. That's 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 something that uh, I think a lot of people do that. A lot of people, especially uh, since him and Ed wrestled, like I said, in ACC finals, and he got he, he lost to Ed uh, in, in a, such a fashion that, you know, he didn't think that it was acceptable. So circling, having a big circle around Ed's name, I wouldn't be surprised. But Ed's Ed's ready to uh, wrestle, and he's he's not backing down from any uh, opportunity, and he, he's ready to face it head on and running running forward. Have you been Ed locked and practiced? I all right in my in my past, not recently. I haven't, okay. but in the past, when I was lighter, I have gotten Ed locked okay. one time. How- <laughs> oh, one time. I like how you threw that in there. One time. How tight is that headlock? Uh, it is pretty tight. Uh, you you can pass out. That's how tight it is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as soon as I got there and I was like, oh, yeah, I got I to gotta hurry up and get <laughs> hurry up and get off my back. And somehow I got out of it. Uh, so. But it is tight. He is pretty good with the headlocks. They do call it the headlock for yep. a reason. <laughs> uh, another matchup I think we're all looking forward to, and one we've seen before, 184, Trent Hiley, number three, number 11, Gavin Kane. These two met last year. They met in the ACC final. So at the ACC, he's loaded at this weight class. I think this is my favorite one, five guys in the top 17. And Trent, everybody knows he's been tremendous this year with that offense, but Kane has given a lot of guys a lot of problems. You able to think about this match? How has Trent been doing? Uh, contrast of styles here for sure. Uh, it's definitely a contrast of styles, uh, especially the way Trent wrestles. Trent's more square, straightforward, uh, pushes the pace. And uh, I think Gavin, if I'm not mistaken, he, he likes to wrestle out in the open and he'll, he'll hand fight, get his movement fakes. So with Trent, Trent will have to utilize his hook in different areas in different ways. I think there are a lot of guys are understanding that Trent's underhook is the real deal, and it's something that you have to be wary of. So they wrestle him a certain way, whether it's putting his arm behind the back or even putting their arm inside the inner thigh to wrestle him. But Trent still gets to his offense, and he's great at getting to that underhook. But I think Trent will have to utilize uh, different attacks, using it different ways. Uh, setting it up, setting it up to where it's most efficient. And on the on the opposite end, Gavin, who you have to be wary of it, will have to get get Trent, move Trent, get his body square from that square stance. He's, he's a brick. I've uh, drilled with. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to move it's hard to move Trent once he once he starts getting that stance. So Gavin will definitely have to do that. And uh, I, I I would see it starting off slow, but uh, towards the second, third period, I think that's when more points will be scored. More points will be scored, more action, uh, and Trent will definitely come out on top. Not just because of the opponent, but this time of year, how hard was it to focus on this last duel, knowing that this team is so close to the ACC's NCAA championships, and you're worried about seeding, you're worried about are you going to qualify? Is is it hard to concentrate on the last duel of the year? Uh, as an athlete, I didn't, I didn't really think about, okay, this is the last duel. I got to worry about seeds. I was more focused on, okay, there's an opponent in front of me. 
I have to focus on that. Once I start looking too far ahead, uh, my mind starts wandering off. Like, okay, if I win this, I'm third seed. On the second seed, I'll have to wrestle X, Y, and Z, whoever. So uh, focusing on just that one person in the moment, the next match, I think that was the best, my best mindset that I've had mm-hmm. since uh, for college. Just focus on what's now rather than the future. We can't control the future. Some things might happen. Things don't work out all the time. Uh, things change. But what we can control is something that's in the moment and right now. Yeah, just one thing is how important it was the UNC match to Pat. When he did, how much did he, how bad did he want to beat the Tar Heels? Pat always wants to beat them just because they keep saying it's a rivalry. Uh, as you said, we're nine and zero. It's not really a rivalry, uh, but you know it's for bragging rights. Uh, if UNC wins, you know it, it won't hear the last of it. So we make sure that every t- opportunity that uh, that happens, that we wrestle them. We make sure we make a statement. Uh, we make sure that we get the win, and we get a win is a win, but we got to do it in a fashion that you know it shows dominance. Uh, Pat doesn't put too much emphasis on it, uh, but he just makes sure us, makes us know that hey, this is a rivalry we're going right now. We're leaving, and it's at their place. So they might not have the biggest crowd, but a uh, big win from and and at their own own uh, turf would be a good thing for them. I was going to say, I don't want this question to sound bad. I don't want bulletin, bulletin board material, but wrestling in Reynolds has been fantastic. You go over to Chapel Hill and one, I don't think it's an arena for wrestling. I think it's way too big to begin with, but then the crowd could be a little smaller sometimes and spread out. Was it harder to wrestle over there sometimes comparing it to Reynolds where you're the home crowd is just giving you guys that extra boost of energy? Uh, I would definitely have to say it, it the the arena there is definitely difficult to wrestle in. Uh, the atmosphere is not the same as Reynolds. They, they're like you said, it's not really a wrestling environment. It's more for, towards basketball. Uh, and we usually have more fans than them show up anyway. Whenever we wrestle uh, at UNC, but I would definitely have to say that it's it's difficult. Uh, but you have to get yourself motivated, even if the crowd isn't there. Uh, so we have to do something, listen to music. Uh, people have their own uh, techniques of getting uh, ready for a match, and that's what you have to do. So uh, should, should we get them out of here with a prediction? I was ready to thank you. Like, each of you guys, uh, and you could just say, you pick a score, how many matches uh, each team will win. Let's go, Tariq. What are you looking at this, being in the room? Kind of what, what are you feeling for this Friday night? What am I feeling for this Friday night? My my heart is telling me clean sweep 10-0. I was gonna say 60 oh. nothing too. 60 nothing. <laughs> win all 10 <laughs> matches. Okay, we're gonna bet a, we're gonna bet a supper on that. <laughs> uh, a clean sweep 10-0. But you know, things happen. Uh I'd say I'd say eight two, eight two, NC State. Yeah, I don't I, I think there might be two matches where uh, things don't go our way, but I think for the most part, uh, we'll go out there, uh, handle business, and and take the win in the environment and, and come back to Raleigh. I think it's important to say, too, you might say 8-2, you might say 7-3, but as you said earlier, a lot of these cl- matches are just going to be close. There could be a couple takedowns at the buzzer that are going to decide it. So 
this is a matchup everybody always looks forward to NC State UNC Friday night, seven o'clock on the ACC network. If you can't get over to Chapel Hill, but Tariq, I think it was great to get your perspective. I know you were on the ACC Network Extra broadcast, so you might be starting a broadcasting career now. <laughs> so hopefully some of these podcast interviews just help you build that resume and mm-hmm. get, get your name out there a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Brian, what are you picking tonight, tomorrow night? You know, I usually don't do predictions, but I'm kind of like Tariq. I'm more the 7-3-ish right now, I believe. Um, but a lot of these matches, I believe it could be a one-takedown bout in the third period. You know, riding time could decide some. It's going to be close. I, there's not many blowouts when you're looking at this on paper right now. So I think it's going to be great to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, Stu, I appreciate you having us on again. This is great hey. talking to NC State Wrestling for the yes. Wolfpacker. We enjoy it. And, Tariq, thank you very much for joining us. And get those guys motivated. Get them ready for UNC this weekend. I sure will. Thanks for having me, guys. Great job, Tariq. Thank you. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads Money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.